In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. What if, with the right mindset, anything is possible? Join us now and find out how. It's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka is here to inspire you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, Marla is here to inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power with the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, she'll share heartwarming stories, teach you tips and tricks to building a successful business, plus how to unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset. And now, here's your host, Marla Tabaka. Well, thanks for joining us today, everyone. I am Marla Tabaka, and I'm sitting here in Chicago where it's bright and sunny and crisp and gorgeous and 10 degrees. We've had quite the weekend here with with really, really icy roads, and I had a great opportunity to practice my million dollar mindset this weekend on the way home from a, a party Saturday night. Um, the roads were really, really icy and uh, some guy was, you know, behind us and decided that he could go super fast on these slick icy roads and uh, ended up in a tailspin and and uh, doing some damage to my car. And, you know, I was, we were very, very lucky. No, no one was hurt and all was fine except except my poor car, and on the side of the road for about, oh, three hours before police got out and all was said and done and everything. And, you know, I have to say that my outlook sitting there freezing in sub-zero temperatures was really pretty good. And and I just I just felt so bad for the car, you know, I couldn't go anywhere and it was cold and I really wanted my car back. But but I think that I think that it's just a good learning for us that, you know, as we practice having this positive mindset and practice faith and knowing that everything turns out the way it's supposed to turn out and for the highest good, that it kind of becomes what I like to call a default setting. And, and that's what happened to me on Saturday night, which I kind of watched in interest that I really didn't get real upset. I mean, I was disappointed in the, in the young man because he really was going way fast and I saw it coming and that's disappointing. And so I was a little upset at first, but after, you know, maybe two minutes, it was just fine. And I just turned to that gratitude that everything was okay. Everybody was okay. And the car would get fixed. Um, now, of course, here we are on Monday morning, and I still don't have a rental car, and I'm getting a little frustrated about that. But then again, I'm turning to the belief that everything is going to be okay and that I'm meant to stay home for a few days so that I can wrap all these wonderful Christmas presents that I can buy. So, woo, you never know what you're in store for, right? So welcome to the Million Dollar Mindset and thanks again for being here. I'm really enjoying this show format where I get to talk to some pretty cool people who are calling in. And you know, what I'm really taking away from it is that the most successful people 
And I see this in my coaching all the time. I just really want to point this out for you who are listening out there. The most successful people, the people who have it all, the people who have achieved some really amazing things, even they get stuck. Even they can get to a point and then stop and say, hey, wait, you know, this stuff isn't getting done for me. I'm not, I'm not happy with the way it's moving. I'm not moving fast enough. I'm not, you know, feeling compelled to, to really step on the gas and 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 they can feel frustrated and stuck and and sometimes even really get in a bad place with it and feel depressed too and so one of the things that I like to point out is that no matter how good life appears for someone else on the outside that we all get stuck from time to time and that's the perfect time to reach out and get a little help talk to somebody who can help you who can walk you through it who can help you see a different perspective who can help you understand what kind of resources that you have on the inside as well as resources on the outside and what you can do with those resources and how you can change the picture see it differently and so we will continue to take callers here on the million dollar mindset and if you feel stuck or if you're not sure what your next step are steps are or you have a problem you're just not quite sure how to solve or 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 the list goes on you know what what are the things that you would sit back and look at in 2010 and say wow these were my goals and this is where I thought I'd be at the end of the year and I'm not and and I'm frustrated because you know I think the were the same goals I had in 2009. Yeah. How many people can say that? I know there are some things on my goals list that I really had intended in achieving in 2010. And, and I'm, I'm going to have to carry over those goals. And so I'm looking at what made me stuck around these things. What made me doubt? What got in my way? What kinds of things shifted for me? What resources uh, was I unable to access, whether they're internal or external? I'm going to do that too. We all need to do this. And so that's what today is about. What are we looking at in 2010 that just hasn't gotten done? Maybe this is something that's been keeping you kind of marching in place all your life. Maybe it's something new. Let's unearth those things. Let's cover those, uncover those things and, and get you moving forward here on the million dollar mindset. If you have something like that, give us a call 877-864-4869-877-864-4869. And we have our first caller on the line and this is Alex. Hello, Alex. Thanks for being here today. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Tell us a little bit about where you think you're stuck and how long you've been there, Alex. Well, I've been stuck, um, oh, I, actually I would say three years exactly. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> um, ever since the recession hit, I sort of, um, I guess I started believing in the recession more than myself, uh, so to speak. Uh-huh. And I really, and just listening to what you were saying right now and, um, you know, carrying over these goals from 2010 and on, I really realized that I was just in survival mode with the recession and I was avoiding putting certain changes in place that were my intended goals in moving the business along. Mm-hmm. And, and I sort of put everything, all that on hold and just got busy in survival mode. 
And so what does it mean to you, Alex? What does survival mode mean to you literally? What did you do in survival mode that helped you stay stuck? Literally, I, I focused. Um, I think I just I got so caught up in the negative and the struggles that I put all my time and energy into that. Yeah. And and instead of realizing, oh, I have all this extra free time because business has you know been slow for the last three years. Um, instead of putting all this free time into moving on, it really made me feel insecure and unsure of myself and not powerful in my decisions. Yeah, yeah. What a great way to put that, Alex. That is so perfect. I can tell you know yourself and uh, you know how to explore what's been going on. I think you probably hit the nail on the head here. You know, you, you weren't powerful in, in your decisions. You didn't um, empower yourself moving forward because, like so many others, we buy into the whole recession thing. But many Absolutely. of us have needs or services that are still needed in spite of the recession, and people find the money for the things they need more, more, most often, right? Yes, yes, absolutely. So, absolutely. What, yeah. So, what for you, Alex? What? Let's identify something now that we're really looking at. I love how you said this: believing in the recession more than you believed in yourself. That is perfect. What are some things that you and I can identify here together today um, to kind of set forth a game plan and get you out of this stuck place uh, that you can move forward on? What? How do you see yourself taking those first steps? Um, hmm. Right now, I'm not really sure. I'm, I'm a okay. little at a loss. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's talk about it. You have a business, right? Yes. Okay. And um it's primarily an online business? Correct. It's it's pretty much ninety nine percent online. Okay. So you have an e-tail business. Now yes. what if if I can ask and if any of these um questions are, are uncomfortable for you to answer, you know, you just please say, you know, that let's move on to something else. Um if I can ask, what percentage of a decrease did you see in sales beginning three years ago? Um, seventy-five percent. Wow! Wow! <laughs> I can see drop. where that would throw you for a loop. Wow, seventy-five percent. Okay, so Alex, to what do you attribute that seventy-five percent loss when you really think about it? Um. Well, I think two things happened. The recession happened, and right when the recession happened, um, some other things in my business happened. That slowed things down, but those were only temporary things. Uh, And somehow everything got mixed together. Uh huh. Um, And and it's it's I sort of allowed that to happen. I think because a lot of it, my service is is wonderful, and I haven't reached. And it's it's there, and the the customers are are there. I just haven't reached them. I'm very mm-hmm. conscious of the reason my business is so slow. It's not because of what I do, but because of my, you know, not reaching out enough, far enough in marketing, et cetera. And so had I done so, the recession wouldn't have been hurting me at all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because such a small percentage of people, it's such a niche 
thing that people don't even know it exists, what I do. Okay, so... Um, check in with yourself, Alex. We have probably about 30 seconds till break. We're going to come back and work some more with this. But I have a question for you. If we were able to identify some um, affordable ways for you to get out and market your business uh, a little differently than, than what you've been doing, do you feel that you have the uh, emotional stamina at this point to really stretch out and do that marketing? And while we're in break, um, I want you to really think about that. Really reach down inside of yourself, Alex, and say, okay, this is a new beginning. I've got some ideas. Am I ready? And here we go into break. We'll be back with Alex in just a couple of minutes. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Girlfriended is on Toginet. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central with your hosts, Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. This show is your chance to share, learn, laugh, and connect with other women. The girlfriended principle was born out of loss. Lisa had recently had her mother pass away from cancer, and my mom um, was murdered. A man just walking into a room and started a 23-second shooting spree. I think one of the things we both realized going through those tragedies is that you can be extremely okay and be extremely sad. Check out girlfriended.com. And then be a part of Girlfriended, the radio show, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. You know, your boyfriend or, or your husband or whatever, they don't totally understand that emotional side to a woman like another woman does. And I think that's so important just to mm-hmm. have somebody that you go, she gets me. Check out the website, girlfriended.com. Don't miss Girlfriended with Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Innovation and insight, problems and solutions, capitalizing on your ideas and efforts. That's all a part of Changing the World One Invention at a Time with Rick Rowe. Thursday evenings at 6, 5 Central on toginet.com. Rick will be sharing stories of innovation, invention, inspiration, and overcoming obstacles with guests who have been there, done that, and are doing that. Rick will be asking the right questions, helping you identify the real problems, and showing you how to act on your ideas by increasing consumer confidence and, more importantly, increasing your confidence to act on your ideas. For even more information, go to thinktech, that's T-E-K, globally.com. Then join us as Rick and his guests teach us how to develop new ideas and create new products, new businesses, new jobs. And together, let's get our economy growing again. It's changing the world one invention at a time. With author and inventor Rick Rowe. Thursday evenings at 6, 5 Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marlon Tabaka. So how many of those fantastic goals from 2010 can you say you've completed in the end of this year as we're looking forward into 2011? We've got Alex here with us. And Alex, going into the break, I asked you to really do some soul searching and ask yourself if you're back ready to do another kind of marketing and and really come on back. So what, what do you think? 
Well, you know, I thought about it, and that's actually exciting. Um, <laughs> because it's, it's, you know, my work is, I'm an artist, and it's, you know, art-based, and so doing the same thing over and over just kind of sucks your energy out. So actually doing something new in my marketing and looking at it differently is actually very energizing to me. Okay, wonderful. So that tells us something important, and, and- and I think that, you know, re-energizing yourself in, in little ways and look to, you know, how can I sort of um, rebrand myself or um, identify a different way in the market that people can really use me and my services or product and kind of re- re-establish who you are in the marketplace. Got it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so let's talk about that. How are you currently um, marketing yourself, Alex? What What do you say is your your most popular way to market yourself? Most successful? Uh, most popular way is search engine optimization. Okay, SEO. And how successful is that for you? It used to be wonderfully successful, and I used to be very skilled at it. But I sort of again, I've just let everything kind of drop and yeah. fade. And, and that's actually one of the reasons my business took a big drop. And um, so it's, that's the main thing. And, and again, you know, I've just, I've been dropping things. I've been doing, you know, I've been dropping my direct marketing to um, my customers. I've been, I really think I've been dropping everything a little bit. The slower it gets. Yep. Yeah, you kind of get into that why bother, right? Exactly. It sounds so stupid now that I'm saying it out loud. Well, Uh, don't feel that way. I mean, yeah, acknowledge that. That's really important. But um, you're right. I mean, so many people are doing that because we get disillusioned and we get demotivated, right? Exactly. Yeah. So let's recreate you and your product a little bit here. You know, you're doing the same old, same old, the SEO. What? But but SEO has been successful for you in the past, right? Yes. Okay. So what, you know, since that's successful and you think it probably would be moving forward if you were to get back on it, right? Okay, so what can we do in that already successful arena for you? So somewhere where you know what to do, you have some expertise, you've obviously succeeded before. How can we shake it up a little bit to make it sound more fun to you? Um, well, I think I think actually just sharing more of my expertise mm-hmm. and and taking it. Um, to, you know, I sell my products, but I also do a little bit of counseling and helping people. I, I have a death care product. So, okay. you know, helping people go through grief and loss and, and supporting them in that is really important to me. Oh, it really is. And I really hear that in your voice. I'm really hearing this shift of, um, you know, you feel more passionate when you talk about that. And so how can you, because we know that publishing articles, getting out there doing even radio shows like you're on right now, all of these things really help SEO. What excites you? What would you like to do? Some video for your website? What kinds of things might be fun? I would love to do video. I would love to do video. Um, it's, it's really challenging for me being in front okay. of the camera, but, but video is is. Especially again, and and what I do is is really sort of I work in the 
pet industry and doing death care and um, and just you know animal rescue and everything all and and all that really supports what I do mm-hmm. and I think I would just like to tie it in even more so Alex you know as someone who has some expertise, you having expertise in this industry, if you were to go to some national humane um, nonprofits kind, kinds of organizations, do you have video or writing or something that you can offer to support them in their endeavors and make that a mutually beneficial relationship? I do. I I think where I get lost is how I I do a lot of volunteer stuff, so I don't know how to um, utilize that backwards for my own business. Okay. Okay. So, and and again, you know, this is just something you'd have to explore if it feels fun to you. I'm just kind of throwing out some ideas. You know, if you were going to some larger organization, something that has a large web presence, and you were offer them something for free, you know, whether it's some videos or some white papers or some articles or some blogging services. Oh, I I would love to do um, sort of like maybe like a question and answer column with like grief counseling or um, Mm -hmm. something in that direction. Yeah. Yeah, sort of a dear Abby for people who have lost their pets. That's what our, exactly. our producer here is throwing out. Yeah, exactly. that would be so powerful because here's the thing, and you know this, when people lose a pet, you know, you're, you're in such deep levels of grief and yet you feel stupid talking about it too much to other people because after all, it is just an animal, right? You yeah, know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get really uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. And the depth of griefing pain is so, so horribly, oh, just it gets into into us. Yeah. And so what if, what if you, you did that? What if you approach some, you know, national humane organization or something that would be appropriate? You know, the industry better than I do and say, hey, you know, I'd like to be part of your blog presence. This is what I can offer. You know, that's, that that's giving me a lot of insight because that's brilliant. I've everything I've done, I've done myself, mm-hmm. and just, you know, and not like looked out to connect in a different yeah. way. You know, yeah. it's all like my site, my this, and my. You know, it's like uh-huh. like I have to create everything and run everything myself. So I've never actually looked at um, doing that with a different organization, but that would be wonderful. Mm-hmm. And it may take a little legwork, you know, and, and getting out there finding the right one. But I know somebody is out there just waiting for, for this to happen. And these joint ventures are what is really going to take you to the next level. And it also kind of forces you to work on your own SEO because you have to update your website and, and you know, get some more articles out there and such to make it a powerful relationship. Yeah. But you have a purpose in it beyond you and yourself. Exactly, exactly. That's, that's, that's actually a really perfect idea. I haven't, you know, it's just never come to me to actually do that with a different organization. That's, that's not my business, which, which would be. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. Okay. So, Alex, what what are some of the first steps that you can do to, to get out there looking? And, and don't hold yourself back to one. You know, these kinds of relationships, these joint ventures, affiliate relationships, whatever you want to call them, are really important in a business. So what, what are some – can you name three steps? Let's work on this together that you can take in order to get something like this going. What would be your first um, step? I think the first step would be um, to put together, to actually for myself, really collect my knowledge. And I have written articles and I, et cetera, et cetera, and I've done some counseling and this and that. And, and really putting that together mm-hmm. into creating myself as a, as a valid package, so to speak. Okay, so so sort of put together like it's it almost sounds like a media kit or a page on your website that lets people know of your expertise and what you exactly you've done. yes yeah and Alex have you published these articles online to all the different article um, banks? Um, again, it's one of those things I started. And didn't yeah, carry yeah. It. Okay, so I'm going to yeah. throw something else out there. Since you have these articles, um, would you consider maybe looking for a virtual assistant or somebody who could get out there and do that kind of little, you know, work for you that you really don't want to be doing? Yeah, that's a that's a great idea too. That's a great idea because that's something I'm like, oh, I'll just do it later. I'll do it later. Yeah. I'll do it next week. <laughs> Well, you yeah. know, you're an entrepreneur and a successful one. And to boot, you're very creative, which most entrepreneurs are, but you're an artist entrepreneur, so that makes you double creative. <laughs> and, you know, people who are like us don't, we, we're not good at getting bogged down in those details. And we shouldn't waste our time because your time, an hour of your time is worth worth hundreds of dollars to your company. And if you can pay somebody $30 an hour and they can get it done three times faster than you can because they do it all the time um, to do the kind of stuff that isn't getting done because you don't want to, why not? Why not pay yeah. somebody 25 or $30 an hour to do this stuff because it really doesn't take them long. We're going to go into a break in a few minutes. Think about that for a minute and then we'll just wrap up after this break. And, uh, Perfect. Yeah, but let's uh, continue thinking while we're in break, continue thinking of, you know, what's your next step? Put together your knowledge and articles, pull that all together, and what is the next step? And we'll isolate three steps that can move you forward. We'll be back in just a moment. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Christian work-at-home moms, here is your own show on Toginet. It's CWAM, Christian work-at-home moms with Jill Hart and Diana Ennen. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Central on Toginet. Um, I'd love to share with you just a little bit about how CWAM can help you, whether you are new to the work-at-home world and just starting out your search, or whether you've been working at home for a while and are looking to grow your business. Jill Hart is the founder of Christian Work-at-Home Moms, CWAM.com, and co-author of So You Want to Be a Work-at-Home Mom. 
Jill has worked from home from 2000 and started her home-based business to assist other Christians who desire to work from home while maintaining a godly life. And Diana Ennen with virtualwordpublishing.com. I really, truly want to see you succeed, want to share the joy that I have in being home with my kids and being able to build my own business. And she's ready to help you now. Christian Work at Home Moms with Jill Hart and Diana Ennen. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Central on Toginet. Homeschooling? Half questions? Get your pen and paper ready. It's the sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Fridays at 5, 4 Central on Toginet.com. After a handsome blue-eyed Texan fell in love with Vivian at the Victoria Station in London, she found herself at DFW Airport with a tiny suitcase and a snazzy little duffel bag. Well, 25 years later, she is now happily married to that blue-eyed cowboy. They have four grown children, ages 24 to 18, who became willing guinea pigs when she unwittingly stumbled upon the world of homeschooling. Wildflower Academy flourished for 15 years. They survived and thrived, and you can too. Vivian will be covering a wide range of issues that face homeschoolers. What do you do with kids in the summer? How to set up your one-room schoolhouse? How obedience is paramount? And what to do with those snakes? Plus, you'll be sharing ideas and insights that she gleaned from other homeschoolers. So join us for an engaging hour with a sociable homeschooler. Vivian McNinney, Friday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. Welcome back. We're here looking at 2010 goals that just never got wrapped up and how you can change that for 2011 because you can. And we're here with Alex and we're isolating three steps on our new ideas here that she can take to begin to move this forward. So Alex, your first one is to put together your knowledge, you know, the articles and your, your expertise and maybe a web page or a uh, media kit, something like that, that can sell you to these organizations what is your next step um well i like the idea of a virtual assistant or um somebody that that can actually put these things into action and and getting my articles out there etc um and then lastly is 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 just doing the research and um and developing relationships with these people Okay, and um, I think you're probably somebody who can develop relationships pretty easily. Is that true? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so you know how to reach out through social media and other resources and phone calls and, and LinkedIn, what have you, and create some, some critical relationships, right? Yes, yes. And that's, that's really, honestly, I think that's really what's been missing through, through my whole business, and I didn't get clarity on that until now. Mm, wonderful. Wow. Really? Wow. Yeah. So that, yeah, that's it. It's always been, well, I do everything. Yeah. And I just got so stuck there that I didn't even see that that's what I was doing. Right. And I'll tell you, solopreneurs and solo practitioners, we can get hung up in that just because we're solo. We think we have to do it all ourselves and, and exactly it's, it's really yeah and it's cost prohibitive to do it ourselves we that's not it is yes yeah, yeah. Agre- so there, i completely agreed 100 percent. yeah is there anything else i can help you with today alex um no this is wonderful this this Good. just gave me, gave me a huge chunk of insight that that i you know that i was blind to so thank you so much 
Oh, I'm so happy. Well, will you keep me posted, please? I will, definitely. Thank you. I really appreciate this. <laughs> You're welcome, Alex. Good luck and keep us posted. Thank you. Thank okay, you. Bu- bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. And so what else can you do to, you know, take a look at those 2010 goals and determine how you can make it different in 2011? Uh, one of the things that I mentioned to Alex is the fact that, you know, we are solopreneurs, entrepreneurs are creative people, and we tend to get stuck, caught in thinking that we have to do it all ourselves, and that's not true. And so reach out to virtual assistants. Um, maybe there are some moms at home who, who you know would like to earn a few extra dollars. And I know, I know you're going through, well, I can't afford that. And that's a whole different day's argument, but there are ways you can afford it. And, and we'll talk about that someday. And if you have questions about that, please do call in. And the call-in number is 877-864-4869. That number does not change, folks. So if you're listening to this on a podcast download, then um, just mark that number down and call some Monday afternoon for some coaching. So let's look at some creative ways that you can bring your goals to fruition. One of the things that I hear a lot in my coaching practice is that people sit down in the beginning of the year or the end of the year, whatever, and they make this long, wonderful list of vision and goals and, you know, think, okay, this year is going to be different. But they don't do anything to make it different. They don't take action that that really helps make a difference. And one of the reasons, there are a number of reasons that that happens, getting plain old stuck like Alex was, um, is, is a perfect reason. But another reason is that we don't necessarily organize our goals and the action steps associated with them that in a way that resonates with us. You know, so here you are, you're this creative person perhaps, and you have this long spreadsheet um, or, you know, you're, you're trying to write a, a whole business plan, but you don't necessarily plan on going for funding. You know, I'll tell you what, if you're not going for funding, a 30-page business plan is the last thing you have to worry about. What you need to look at is your marketing plan. And what a marketing plan looks like can be different to everyone, okay? Doesn't have to be a long, boring uh, piece of drudgery that you dread looking at or that you file away in your computer and, and never look at again. So let's look at some creative ways that you can get your plan in action in 2011. What can you do? Okay, so you've created this vision. Let's say that you want to increase your revenues by 23% in 2011. And you even kind of have some ideas on how you're going to do that, I hope. Um, if not, then definitely please call me for some, some coaching because you have to know how to do it in order to get it done. If you don't have a destiny, you're never going to get there, right? So let's say that you have have um, several ways in mind that you can increase your revenues by that 20-some odd percent in 2011. Now, what I'd love you to do is picture a staircase. At the top of that staircase is that 23% increase and all of the rewards that goes along with that increase. Okay. 
Okay, so create a vision board showing those rewards. It doesn't have to be big. It can be just a piece of paper with a few pictures on it that really, really resonate with you and remind you of what you're going to be able to achieve once you reach those rewards. Okay, so that's that's one thing that's important. Now, what are your steps? Okay, I have uh, suggested to a few clients, and they've done this very successfully, that they write on a big, um, you know, one of the larger postcard size index cards. You write your goal there, and then you write the steps to that goal on different size sticky notes. And say the first step is to let's let's take Alex for instance. She wants to enhance her SEO, and so she's going to do this campaign to become affiliated with a larger organization. Um, and so you could write the steps to that campaign down on sticky notes. And every day or every week, whatever is important, pull one of those sticky notes off your wall, your closet door, wherever they are, and take action on it. As the sticky notes disappear, you're going to see yourself getting closer and closer to achieving that goal, which is going to increase your revenue. Okay, I have another client who does the same thing, but rather than she doesn't like the idea of the mess of the sticky notes, and so she uses index cards, and she keeps them filed, because there is that linear part of her, that left brain part of her that needs organization, doesn't want to see it all over the place, and so she's created the action steps separately in bite-sized chunks, and that's what's going to be really important. These are bite-sized chunks, you know, pull together all all of my my articles that are going to be great resources and really uh, validate my expertise. That's what Alex is going to do. And that's a great action step. That's on one of your cards. So taking these steps and putting them on index cards or sticky notes, or if it appeals to you in a spreadsheet, uh, what way is going to really resonate with you and entice you to take some action. Ask yourself that and come up with something creative like that. Okay? So think of ways that will be fun for you that you can move forward in achieving your goals. And we have another caller. We have Melissa on the line. Hello, Melissa. Hi, Melissa. Hi, how are you? I'm really good. How are you today? Thanks for calling in. Well, thank you for taking my call. Absolutely. And so, Melissa, you must have somewhere, something, somehow, where you feel stuck. What's going on? Well, and I appreciate that. I've been reading the book Acres of Diamonds. Well, you know, I, I, I exercise to it. I have all these um, um, cool things I use to go, okay, what's, what am I going to do with this? I have this, this place. And I realize that it's a place I have to just pay attention to and not run away from. I am... I've had throughout my life uh, near, um, I've been at the intersection where preparation met opportunity, but I wasn't able to break through. So um, Ron Weiner, who used to be the producer of the Phil Donahue show, uh, had approached me after he was finished uh, working with Phil when Phil retired, and he had just come off of working with Les Brown, who he had helped get a PBS special. And it didn't work out for a number of reasons, but he really liked what I did. He saw me speaking. So we did a pilot 
but then we didn't have enough money to push it through, and they, it just didn't go anywhere, but it was almost there. Then a number of years later, um, I connected with Ken Blanchard, who said, I want to do, you know, what I recommended, um, I was connected to him, I want to do the one-minute networker, I said, because I write books on networking. And he goes, I love it if I don't do it, my wife will. And I'm like, okay, good, I'm finally there. <laughs> and then it ended up that his agent was my agent, and she said, no more one-minute books. So oh, then no. I missed that window. And and I've gone back around to that one twice. See, I didn't give up on that one. Margaret McBride was his agent, and I didn't even realize I was looking the other day. She's even written books with him, and and more recent one. Ken actually bought the rights back to the One Minute Manager, does it on his own. I have circled back around with my colleague, Larry Mole, M-O-H-L, who was at Motorola here in Chicago where I live, and I met him there. He was the head of leadership for the, the cellular division. Then he went on to American Express and became the head of leadership. And when he was there, we went back to the idea of working on the book, presented to him. His people loved it. And then at the end of the day, Ken gave us an endorsement for it but said, no, I don't want to actually write the book with you. I'm going in a different direction. Okay. So. I at least kept pushing and trying, yeah. I, and I keep having that happen. Okay, and and it's they're funny stories, but I hit those intersections, <laughs> oh. and I just don't know yeah. why. Maybe I'm doing something wrong. Okay, Melissa, this is perfect. So, it, in a few seconds, we're going to go into a break, and I'd like you to explore this question while we're in break because we're going to look at this from a metaphysical viewpoint. Okay, yeah. Um, ask yourself while we're in break: What are the negative consequences? The negative consequences of achieving my ultimate success so just sit on that for a few minutes while we're in break what are the negative consequences of achieving my ultimate success and we'll be back here with Melissa in just a couple of minutes Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Pinrock. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on toginet.com. Life after an autism spectrum diagnosis doesn't have to be difficult. It can be joyful, happy, and filled with hope. Join Shannon Penrod, author, speaker, coach, and mom of a six-year-old recovering from autism for this inspirational hour of hope. She's even authored a series of children's autism books with her son, Jim. For more information about the books, Shannon, and Everyday Autism Miracles, go to her website, shannonpenrod.com. From there, you can also get to her other websites, blogs, and connections. On Everyday Autism Miracles, you'll hear stories from parents whose children have made miraculous strides. You'll also get the inside dish on therapies, treatments, supplements, and how to get funding to help you afford them. Miracles abound in the autism community. So tune in for Everyday Autism Miracles to listen, share, laugh, and surround yourself with hope. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. It's time to capture the simple piece of the Amish in your own life. Amish Wisdom. 
with Suzanne Woods-Fisher, Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 Central. Each week, Suzanne will have conversations with guests about living a life that incorporates principles of the Amish without going Amish. She'll cover the practical, simplicity, slowing down, reducing clutter, putting the brakes on materialism, the historical, how have the Amish survived for 400 years, how can we hold on to what we hold dear, and the spiritual, treasuring important values, honoring the past, and increasing peace of mind. You don't have to become Amish to make personal peace a reality. Amish wisdom will help all of us live a simpler life. For more information, go to SuzanneWoodsFisher.com. With Amish wisdom, Suzanne offers us a glimpse into a world of peace, serenity, and total commitment to family and God. This show just might change the way you live your life. It's Amish wisdom with Suzanne Woods Fisher. Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. And welcome back. We're here with Melissa, who has just managed such an insightful, insightful approach to um, realizing that there's something blocking you, right, Melissa? Yeah. And so going into into break, I asked you to really think about the negative consequences of achieving your ultimate success. And what did you come up with? Anything? Well, it's really funny. I, I mean, you, you called me to Dave to be on the show, and I wasn't expecting it. But I do, um, when I was waking up this morning, I was focused on the feelings of having that success. And the fear that comes up is the fear around being too busy. Mm. I don't want to be too busy where I get overwhelmed. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. That's fabulous. Good job. <laughs> yeah, Good job. I know. And, and it, and I was like, wow, that's really interesting. But I realized, I, it's funny, I've never realized it. And believe me, I've worked at this a long time. <laughs> but I don't know why it came up today. Maybe I, my subconscious knew you were going to call. <laughs> there you go. It was meant to be. And, and so Melissa, we, this is huge. This is huge for you because you're realizing that to you, success means you're going to be chasing your tail all day and not yeah. enjoying life enough, right? Exactly. Okay. So that's, that's 75% of the battle. So now, Let's take a few minutes and reframe your definition of success, okay? Uh-huh. So, and I would suggest that once we do this, once we reframe this for you, that you create a, a visual reminder. Because are, are you, you're a visual person, right? I'm visual and then I'm also kinesthetic. kinesthetic. So the feeling, that feeling of overwhelmment is so deep. Yes. But what I'm choosing, the opposite side, is this very peaceful flow that, you know, I I can, it, it, I used to play softball when I was young. It's like, I can catch the ball. It's not going to be like thrown at me so I fall over, you know. Yeah, very good. Very good metaphor. And, and so for you, a vision board of seeing you in a successful place without without being hurt or falling over would be really, really uh, powerful because um, since you are so kinesthetic, if you can step into those pictures and really connect with that feeling mm-hmm. of being successful on you, 
your terms, that's going to be powerful for you. So let's isolate a few things that you can think about and work on to see success on your terms because you get to choose, right? Yeah. (laughs) All right. So Melissa, when you have, I know that you have some books published already. That is just, I mean, to most people, that's it. That's success. You know, you want to go beyond that, which more, this is so exciting. What can you see about your success now that feels good to you moving forward as it grows? How, what, are, what does success mean on Melissa's terms? And I really appreciate you asking that question. I know a lot of thought leaders, including yourself, you would love for people to practice different processes, mm-hmm. you know, that you have that you know will that, that will benefit them. Yeah. And the my company's name is Networlding, Net and then World and then ING instead of networking, it's networlding. I and love I it. find don't you like that? And and we I love it. Yeah, you like that? And it's networlding.com then, that's where people yes. can find you. Okay. That's people can find me and and everything leads off of that. I've got a blog, I've got something called a think tank for speakers, I've got a another site that's called Networlding Circles. What happened was Networlding was my seventh book, and I co-authored that one with the first chief marketing officer of Motorola. Wow. And she was so cool. She asked me. We challenged each other. I'll never forget that moment where she's like, Melissa, you have all these books. You need to pick one. And that was 10 years ago. Mm. So it was excruciatingly painful, but I took her advice, and all of a sudden it's been a decade of practicing and teaching and promoting, and we really have the only developed, integrated system for networking where I've used it at places like American Express, CNA, Motorola, Office Depot, on and on. And now with the circles, this last year, I allowed anybody who wants to practice a circle, they can do that. And all I said is, if you get the one of our books and a guidebook, then what I'll do, anything I get from that, which is like, you know, $12 for the two books together, I'm going to take half of that and put that into a fund because my passion is helping kids, actually I call it Leadership 1229, get better starts in life. Oh. So I want to help students first that Michelle Re, you know, is, is doing and, and she's trying to raise a billion dollars to help kids in schools. So I'm doing things that really make a difference. And so my hope is that others will get it, but it's very hard, you know, to pass on knowledge and wisdom, if you will, and have people use it and then benefit from it. I know um, I, somebody was telling me the other day, the woman who created the book Wishcraft, Barbara, Sh- Barbara Shear, she tried to do that, and it was hard. So I know with all the new tools, I've got, I actually went to England uh, a month and a half ago, and I have a group that started there, and they call what I'm networking master classes. But, you know, they they make their money on it, and I'm not even asking for anything in return except to buy the book. And that feels good. You know, I've thought a lot about it, and my hope is that people will do that, make a difference, because over the last decade, because of Jocelyn, my co-author, there are 12,000 people who've been connected around networking. Wow. So, 
having it grow larger, but having it sustain itself and letting me put it out there, that's what I see. I want to keep writing and helping other people publish books where I do the same thing. So okay. that's my, my, the one thing also that helped this year, as I said, instead of telling people everything I did because it will overwhelm them, I say my number one passion is helping people author books, and I love doing that more than I love writing my own. Mm, I, love, I like that. That's very good. And so, Melissa, for you, what, the definition of success is pursuing these two passions, correct? Exactly. Okay. And can you see yourself doing that without being so busy that you can't enjoy life? I, I think I can. I think I've got a great team that can help people with the books, and I, I call myself the maestro. Uh-huh, and and so the wonderment the wonderful thing is that the internet is now allowing you know with the iPad with Google with um, tools like you know people know about Lulu or CreateSpace or any of these other tools where you can publish on my goal is to help them publish the most amazing books at the lowest price point and then I actually share I worked out a whole system where I can share in it but it's it's a partnering, and it's a really interesting model, and I think I've got it. I know I, I, I talked to one man um, on LinkedIn who, who said he wanted to mentor people, and I've, I've actually, you know, after all these years, I've been in business 23 years, I'm finally asking for help. Yeah, good. And, and I'm so- finding the most amazing people like yourself to help, so I guess that's a big part of it is to ask. It really is. It's a huge part to get out of your own way and to look yes. at the internal resources first because that yes. really is where most That's answer. the biggest. That's the biggest. And then to really be open to receiving from your external resources. And that's what you're shifting now. And that's why 2011 is going to be different for you. I really believe that. And thank you. I really do. I, it's when, when you begin the, the question that I think is very powerful is, who helps the leader lead? Mm-hmm. And there are so many amazing leaders out there. You know, there are people I call who are Oprah-esque, you know, yes. like yourself. Everyone, if they choose, can have influence, and we need to help all those people who want to help other people. You are and that's so a beautiful fun. thought. So that's my intention, and, and I think that makes me happy and it feels peaceful because the onus isn't all on me. It's all on we to collectively and respectively help so nobody bears a real heavy burden. And that takes it off of you, right? Right. And and yeah. and I, you know, I definitely believe in taking responsibility and then I believe in harmony and collaboration. Good. Good. So moving forward now, Melissa, what has changed for you from this moment? Oh. Well, one of the big things is is accepting help and not feeling guilty that um, I'm, you know, it makes I, I, that I'm shirking responsibility. Wonderful, wonderful. Because the things that need to get done will get done, and as long as you're pursuing your passion and yeah. working from your highest self, you will get there. Just stay out of your own way and know that you don't have to be weighed down and burdened to be successful. 
Yes, and I and I really believe that. I think that a lot of people have gotten overwhelmed with tools, you know, yep. all the technology tools, and and there is a time to shut them off and just become yeah. quiet. And yeah. and I I want to practice that more too in uh, 2011. Beautiful. What a wonderful goal to commit to. Tell us one more time as we tune out here, Melissa. What? Where can people find you? They can find me on Networlding, Networld, I-N-G, and, and there's a contact form on there, or you can email me at Melissa at Networlding, and I really thank you. I, you know, it's, the other thing I think is the depth of gratitude I want to keep practicing, and I'm greatly appreciative. Wonderful. Well, good luck, and please keep us posted, okay? Thank you so much. I've got your site out there, and I will definitely refer people to it also. Oh, thank you, Melissa. We'll talk again. Bye now. (laughs) Bye-bye. And so that was great fun. Melissa really had a great awareness, more power to her. That's just fabulous. And so if you would like to experience some million-dollar mindset coaching, please join us on the program in a few weeks because this is our last program of 2010. So take a look at those goals. Join us here the first week in January. See what hasn't happened for you in 2010. And meanwhile, tune in to the Encore shows that we'll be playing over the next few weeks as we take our own holiday and uh, get ready and and really uh, move into 2011 full force and uh, all engines ahead. So good luck to you and then looking at those goals and have a wonderful and safe holiday. This is Marla Tabaka on The Million Dollar Mindset and I will see you next year. Thank you for being a part of the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka from Toginet. If you've always known there was more out there for you, but you just weren't sure how to get there, and if you